Hello everyone and welcome back to No One Asked because no one honestly truly and really ever asked but I'm here today because this feels like therapy. Really though like just talking you just get it all out you know you just feel free afterward just feel great. Um, so yes welcome back. Today we're going to be kind of talking about um, some things that don't make sense on kids shows. But first we'll just talk about some random stuff. But, you know, kids shows, when you go back and watch them, I went back and watched some of Victorious and like iCarly, all that kind of stuff. Just like random, you know, episodes. And some of it, you know, the the timing is off on some of it. Some of it really just doesn't make sense. But we didn't care because we were kids. And I've heard some people talk about this. Like the cast of Boy Meets World. They'll talk like, or they'll say, you know, we would do things on the show and they wouldn't make sense, like, timeline-wise, or, like, they just didn't, like, Topanga, the girl on the show, she had, like, three different sets of parents, at least, on the show, and they were like, well, it doesn't really matter, because, like, you know, they're not gonna see this again, and no one's gonna watch this, like, all at once, but little did they know that, I think that that was before, like, the DVD sets even came out, because this was in, like, the 90s, it was before DVDs or, you know, of course, it's on Disney Plus now. I'm sure they did not expect it to be on some streaming service where you could just go and watch any episode and, like, look at every little thing. So, I have a pen if you're watching it on video and I'm, like, talking like a teacher. Um, I've noticed more lately that I've been talking with my hands a lot more for some reason. I don't know where that came from. I I guess I've always done that a little bit, but it feels like it's more so lately and I'm just like moving my hands. I don't know if it's annoying or if it just adds to it, if it's like really awesome. I noticed that a lot of the story time YouTubers that I would watch, um, they would talk with their hands a lot and that probably helped them. Um, with their popularity so maybe if I just like move my hands around a lot my wrists are very flexible um, then I can maybe just like grow super big and become the number one story time youtuber ever so that'll be fun isn't that funny how like Storytime YouTubers just suddenly became a thing and then everyone started like just becoming storytime YouTubers and would just tell story times and some of them would be so mundane like mine. I remember when I would tell stories, it would be like the most mundane things because my life is really not that exciting. So I'd be like, so, um, yeah, I was in my school talent show one year, and that was wild. Like, that was crazy. And, like, I don't remember. It was just dumb stuff like that that I don't... And, like, I would say stuff like, yeah, me and my friend had the same dream one time. Whoa. 
And it would just be the most mundane things. But I think those story times can be good. If it's just a mundane thing, but they tell it well. But we figured out later that some of them were kind of adding to the story. And it really wasn't that exciting. Because, you know, you can't have that many good stories. Unless you're just out there living your life. Like, like living your life past the point to where it's like even... You know, just living. So. Take a sip of my drink. I'm getting lipstick on the side of the cup. Uh, that's when you know you're adulting. It's when you wear lipstick and you get it on the sides of your cup. Um, So, I have been doing, you know, how I've been talking about, like, I've been working out more and stuff. Well, this past week, I haven't really been doing as much because, you know, certain weeks, like last week, I was like, let's do it, let's go, let's go. And this week, I was like, "Mm, no, I think it's because allergy season is upon us, people. And this hasn't been happening to me in the, like, years ago, but just the past, like, few years, the allergies have been getting to me. They've really been getting to me, and I'm still feeling it a little bit, but not as much. But, like, a couple days ago, it was bad, and I was just, like, it affects me to where I just feel really weak and, like, tired, and it's just not a good feeling. And I'll sneeze about six million times in a day. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. So, yeah, that's no fun. And they've been mowing out here, which is not helping. And, like, I'll go outside and walk and stuff. And, like, that's probably not helping. But it's so beautiful outside. But at the same time, the most beautiful things can hurt you the most. That is my motto. Sometimes the most beautiful, scenic things can just hurt you like the like the Grand Canyon I always thought the Grand Canyon looks so beautiful I've never been there personally but it's so beautiful but like if you take one wrong step see ya see ya you know and you know just the most beautiful things can be the scariest (laughs) you know like people you know, like, sometimes the most beautiful people can be the rudest and, like, not the best types of people. Because, you know, of course, I've heard people talk about, like, you know, some the someone that is just so attractive on the outside, they feel like they don't have to do anything. Like, I, why would I have a personality when I can just get any girl I want if I just look awesome you know so they just have zero personality like absolute zero percent personality but people that you know are just you know not just the perfect looking person they're like well I need to make up for this with you know a a personality and you know I've heard like shorter guys have said that they're like well like they have to have, like, a great personality because, you know, that's how they get them. That's how they get them. And in the long run, that is top-notch. That is way better. 
looks will not last forever, people. Okay. Getting deep already. <laughs> I have like drainage also. So this is just super fun. But speaking of movies and like being lazy, I've been watching a bunch of movies lately. Um, I'll go a while without watching movies and then I'll go like a week where I'll watch 12 movies and last night I watched a movie and night before that I think I watched two movies like we're getting wild out here watching movies but I made this if you haven't heard of it it's called Letterboxd and it's basically social media for movie watchers and movie lovers this is not sponsored obviously we do not have sponsors RN at the moment but let's see yes I have a letterbox account like it's not my name it's just like a fun thing that I like doing that it's basically okay so you watch a movie then you go on letterboxd and you type in the movie and you find it and you rate it and like give it a little review and then you have a list of all the movies that you've watched. It's so fun. This is like the perfect social media to me because, you know, I have zero followers, zero just anything, but I love it because I always wanted to have like a way to know how many movies I've watched or like what I've watched and like what I thought about them. This is perfect. And I was like, well, I'm not going to buy every single movie and like have them up or like make a list or something. I'm pretty sure I have made lists before of like all the movies I've watched because I'm that gal, that type of gal. I only have 15 movies on here so far, but they're, I mean, I stopped using it around like Christmas last year and then I just started it like a few days ago again I'm so sorry and okay let's see what I've watched lately okay how do you see I don't even know how this works honestly I just get on here like right after I watch a movie and then put in my review and then dip sometimes I like reading other people's reviews because they're funny and, like, people do, like, silly reviews. Um. Okay. So, I had watched Midsummer the other day. I had seen that movie two or three times before. I know. If you've seen it, you're probably like, okay, this is, like, disturbing. But I really like the movie. And I don't know. I... I am not, like, if I'm just watching a movie by myself, like, I don't want to watch a paranormal activity type of scary movie or, like, a supernatural scary movie because that scares me. But stuff like Midsummer, it's like, this is not going to happen to me. Like, this is not realistic. I'm not saying that, like, the supernatural stuff is going to happen to me, but, you know... I just think of supernatural scary movies as being like, this could happen to anyone, like, there's no, like, they could go through walls, like, they could be anywhere right now, like, all these, like, scary spirits and everything, so I don't really want to get into that if I'm by myself, but if I'm, like, 
watching a movie with friends or something or with anyone, then I'll watch that type of movie. But when I'm by myself, like, that will terrify me to no end. So, the type of movie that I like watching, if I want, like, a scary movie, is more like Midsummer or what's another movie that I've watched? I also watched Searching, um, The Gift, A Cure for Wellness, like those types of movies, if you don't even know what those, well, let's, how do you describe those? Mm, More like disturbing, like you're just like a little bit disturbed, but it's not gonna affect you after you watch it really like it's not gonna be like oh I hope there's nothing here like it like it a ghost or something it's not gonna disturb me like that because I think I've talked about this before but the first time that I watched a paranormal activity movie I was terrified something about those movies I've heard I've heard, you know, it's not scary. Like, those movies are dumb. Like, they're not scary. Those movies terrify me. Like, I cannot watch those movies. The first, like, when I watched it, it had me scared every night for, like, months, I would say. I think I've seen all of them for some reason. I just like torturing myself, I guess. But, like... I went to the movies to see, I don't, I think it was the first one. Like, we went to the movies, and then, like, I slept over at my friend's house when we watched it. So, like, that night, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. But once I got back home, like, back into reality, I was like, this is not gonna help my sleep sketch. Like, it's really not. So, yeah, because... Okay, if you don't know what the Paranormal Activity movies are like, it's basically um, found footage type movie, like where someone's holding a camcorder and you're seeing it through the camcorder or like a security camera footage. There's no movie cinematic type feel to it. It's like realistic um type of feel and that also is just kind of scary because you're breaking the fourth wall and it just adds another level of scariness to me and it's just like normal people and then like it gradually just gets worse and it's just I don't like that I'd rather it be like in your face like type of thing than it just be like this underlying like something gets moved or I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it because it's too realistic. When it gets too realistic like that, well, there are a couple of those movies that are not like that realistic, but the first two or three, I think, were like too realistic for me. And there's this other movie, I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's called like Bad Ben or something like that. I saw, when you, like, scroll over movies on Prime, it, like, shows a little teaser of it. I've heard people say that it's, like, that, it's, like, paranormal activity, but way worse. And I'm, like, I'm not gonna watch this ever. Like, I want to see what it's like, but I also will be terrified. I also will be terrified. And, like, in... Our old house, like, uh, like, a while ago, we had stairs, 
and the paranormal activity movie he had stairs and like all this bad stuff was happening on the stairs I was like if if you had like I would think of every similarity of my house to the paranormal activity movie house and I would be like this is too much we have to move we have to move immediately so yeah but yes the movies okay what did I watch so last night I watched Nightcrawler which stars oh I always forget people's names did they not put the cast on here Jake Gyllenhaal it stars Jake Gyllenhaal but he looks terrifying in this movie but I'm sure he was trying to uh, look terrifying because his eyes are all wide it's uh, it's really good. It's like about, I guess they call them night crawlers, and I don't know if they actually call them night crawlers, but um, where they videotape like different stuff at night for news stations. It's it was disturbing, but I really liked it though. It was like a really good movie. Um, I do watch normal movies too. Okay, see, I watched Holiday. With Emma Roberts, the queen from Aquamarine. She was will only be known as Aquamarine and Unfabulous to me. I'm sorry, girly. I know you probably don't want that, but like... Watched Holiday and Let It Snow. See, this was like last December, right before Christmas. Was like the last time I used this app. Um, I watched Searching. I really liked Searching. I had seen it before. Um, but it's, like, the whole thing is, like, on his desktop. Like, the whole thing. And I heard it took them years to edit. I don't remember. I think they said, I don't think it was eight years to edit. That would be, but it took them a long time to edit the movie because it's all on his desktop. It's, like, all supposed to be, like, FaceTimes and him, like, searching stuff up because it's called Searching. So, that's really cool. I watched this weird movie. It was called Come to Daddy. <laughs> it was with, okay, I always have to look up people's names, even though I should know who they are. Elijah Wood um, starred in it. And it was good, but it got, like, just weirder and weirder as it went on. And I got kind of scared. Um, Okay, Run with okay what's her face I'm so sorry Sarah Paulson you know from um American Horror Story and that's like a new movie it just came out last year and I watched it like right after it came out I think it's on Hulu and I liked it but I had seen a movie exactly like that before I I guess I was the only one that was like okay there's this is so predictable. Oh, it was just like the Gypsy Rose Blanchard. It was like exactly the same as Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And I was like, okay, was this supposed to be based on that? Because I had already seen the show about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And then I watched this and I was like, this is the same thing. This is the same thing. So, like, I liked it, but it seemed kind of repetitive. I, but I don't know, like, if... That was my unpopular opinion of the last year, of last year's movies. Because, like, everyone loved that movie. I liked it. Maybe if I rewatch it. But there was some... Like, I just thought... I was like, uh, this is... Did y'all not watch that show? 
that just came out on Hulu. What else? Oh, I watched A Cure for Wellness. Um, it was really good. Um, it was kind of like Shutter Island. I love a good Shutter Island. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Kind of confusing, but I like a confusing movie. Um, oh, but this movie, um, it was called The Florida Project, and it was, I was like, I'll just watch this because I'm trying to watch, like, all these A24 movies so that I can feel like I'm, you know, cool. Um, so, oh, sorry, I just kicked the camera. Gotta have a kick the camera every single week, but... I watched this movie called The Florida Project, and it was, I did not expect, like, I've been to Florida so many times, and I've been around that area, like, a few times, and it was, like, so accurate, and I'm pretty sure I've been, like, past those places where they, I don't, I guess they, they had to have filmed it in Florida, um, but it was, it was, like, if you live in Florida or if you've been to Florida like I it was I don't know I don't even know how to explain it because I don't give it away but it's these people that lived in um a motel like this mom and her daughter that lived in a motel in Florida and they only lived like a few blocks from Disney World but if you don't know that area it's like there can be like really poor areas around there and it was basically just showing the fact that these kids that live in like these motels that are right next to Disney World how different it is like uh, just a few blocks away cuz they they couldn't go to Disney World they couldn't afford it and the mom was like doing anything she could to give them money or anything just like the basic necessities and just how sad it was sad it was so sad like it was a different level of sad the acting was so good that it was like so realistic and so sad but a great movie a great movie I think it was underrated even though it probably wasn't and I just saw it late and it wasn't underrated and everyone loved it so yeah Yeah, so, but I just love this app because, you know, you can just look at what other people review movies as, and you can do, like, there's, like, a little rewatch button. You can be like, I rewatched this, and so, yeah, it's just a really fun app that, this sounds so sponsored, but it's fun, and I like how it's not, like, your face and you're like like Instagram and it's just a different you can just like write little reviews of movies and it's just super fun and great okay so let's talk about so we have some different oh yeah I forgot to tell y'all oh the camera turned off and it scared me for a second um, so I was, it was a, f- 
few days ago, I was actually on someone else's podcast, which was really awesome. I was like super nervous, but they were so nice and I'll let y'all know when it comes out. But, you know, I was like, why would anyone want me on their podcast? I was like, "Mm -hmm. have y'all heard me talk? (laughs) I can't, I can barely talk by myself. So, yeah, that was really fun. It's not supposed to come out for, like, two months or so, but it was really fun. I'd like to, like, go on other people's podcasts, but, like, no one would ask me to go on their podcast, but I think it'd be really fun because I really like hearing people talk to each other and just, it's just fascinating, really, but when I was on there, I don't even remember we talked about, like, The Bachelor and all that, and y'all know how I love talking about The Bachelor, or do you? Maybe you don't, but, like, I love talking about The Bachelor and that kind of stuff, so it was super fun, and, yeah, it didn't even seem like an interview. It was just, like, a chat type of thing, and I liked that because when people ask me questions about myself, I have no idea what to say. I never know what to say. If people ask me, like, hey, so, like, how have you been? I'm like, uh, that's a loaded question. When I could just be like, good. It's like, that's a loaded question, you know? Like, how do you, how do you answer that? Just any question about myself, I overthink it, and I'm like, oh, don't know. Don't know. Okay, so, let's talk about some random things that don't make sense on kids shows because we need to address this now okay this one says and i carly carly and sam never talked about the fact that they both dated freddie even though their respective relationships with him were major plot points okay so Yeah, I, I, I watched iCarly, I think part of the last season, season was when I stopped watching for some reason, and I need to watch it, because I didn't really see too many episodes when Freddie and Sam were together, but I remember when Freddie got hurt, and like, Carly was like, oh my goodness, you saved my life, like, yeah, and But yeah, I find it weird when they're supposed to be like besties for the resties and they both dated the same guy. Like, I could not see that. Like, they never had that hard conversation that they needed to have because I think they both liked him. And you know she was jealous of Sam when they dated. You know she was jealous. I remember seeing like a few episodes of them, like, when... Sam and Freddie were dating and it was it was kind of odd to me the whole vibe was kind of odd um yeah I, the love triangle thing it I feel like they kind of did it in a weird way because I did honestly I was rooting for Carly and Freddie that may be an unpopular opinion I really don't know what other people are thinking but like I was rooting for Carly and Freddie Because he loved her so much, especially at the beginning. He was just, like, so, so into this gal. Like, he would do anything for her. 
And she finally was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. And then they just didn't, it just never, I don't even remember how the show ended. Did it end with, see, I don't think I watched the last episode. I'm a fake fan. I really am a fake fan, but, and it's on Netflix, so I need to watch that. But, you know, I'm the type of person that I need to watch every episode, like, in a row, every single episode. But I heard that they got mixed around. They got, they took out some episodes. I'm like, this is really rude. Because I remember when I watched, I watched Drake and Josh. I never finished it, though, because it got taken off of Hulu, like, as I was watching it. So annoying. (laughs) So annoying. But I was watching Drake and Josh, and they had, like, half of the early episodes were just not on there. So I had to find them on these websites. I had to go on these random websites and watch it like off of someone else's camera watching it on their TV or like flipped around backward and it's like just two pixels and but I was willing to do that to say I watched through Drake and Josh all the way but I didn't because they took it off of Hulu I'm pretty sure they did I think I just gave up And I was like, they're taking this off. I don't have time to watch every single episode. But I'm pretty sure I had seen every episode of Drake and Josh, though. So, like, I think I paid to watch the Drake and Josh Go Hollywood movie. Because, like, it was in the timeline before I finished um, watching the show. And that's how into it I was. Even though I had seen that movie count times I was like I have to watch it to keep up with the timeline it was a lot on a similar note the love triangle on in victorious never got any resolution either because didn't okay I'm not saying I shipped Tori and Beck but the fact that they never even properly kissed had me mad for many years true I did kind of ship them like back in the day I mean I liked him and Jade too But I don't, see, honestly, I don't think I finished watching that show either. So, I just kind of casually watched shows and didn't really watch it all the way through. Because I was at, I was at like a good age, but something was going on there. But, so, but didn't they kid, Corey, Corey, Corey. Tori and Beck, they kissed in, like, the first episode, and that was a lot for me at, like, eight years old. No, I was not eight. I was, like, 13. In Victoria's, Tori was always treated like the talented one when Kat, Jade, and Andre were right there. And then it says, this is no shade on Tori or Victoria Justice. They're both great. But people acted like Tori was the biggest star ever to set foot in Hollywood arts. And that just seemed unreasonable to me when Andre was a piano composer with the voice of an angel. Jade was like a teen Avril Lavigne. And Kat was literally Ariana Grande. Explain it to me. Yeah. But like they had to make someone the main character. And like Ariana Grande went out to like. she She's doing her thing. You know like she's having her moment. And... Honestly, I haven't thought about this, but like, honestly, I feel like Ariana Grande wouldn't have been this big if she had been 
the main character on Victorious. So it probably helped her because they didn't know her as like this Victorious like main character person and she could kind of go off and do her own thing. Maybe that's just me. It's kind of like, you know, on the X Factor, if you like win the X Factor, you're not going to be as big as if you get like third place like One Direction. Because you're stuck in, like, this contract and, like, you can only do certain things. Maybe that's just me. But Victoria Justice is an icon. We love her. She's very talented, too. Her music, she, that song that was like, Making in America. That was my Love them. Yes, they were all great singers. Like, Jade, she went off. Andre went off. They all went off, honestly. But, you know, they just... I I thought it was, like, kind of good. Because... I don't know. I liked it the way it was. Because I just... You know, I just feel like Ariana Grande could have... I don't know. But I feel like they were self-aware about that, too. If that makes any sense. They would kind of allude to the fact they're like, you're basic, like, all this stuff. Which she, she was, like, a really good singer and, like, really good performer, too. But I think they kind of were self-aware about it. Maybe that's just me. Like, in the show, they were kind of self-aware about it. And I think that's kind of what made it funny. Let's see here. There was a roommate who was written off Zoe 101, and we never heard from her again. Even though Zoe said she'd be back soon. Oh, poor Nicole. I loved Nicole, honestly. Victoria Justice was on this show, too. I always forget that. Sorry if you hear that big gulp and, like, sorry. Um... Nicole was written off this show, and the explanation we were given was that she had to transfer to an all-girls school because of her obsessive male gender disorder, which, okay, I guess. I know people are written off shows all the time, but it was my favorite character, and I'll never not be sad about it. Yeah, she was a great character, honestly. And they got rid of, there was another girl on there that was only there, I don't even think she was there the whole first season, or maybe it was, she was there, like, the first season, but... I don't know. But Quinn, she was on the show the whole time. Yeah, I think they just wrote her off and then they just, you know. It's a it's a kid's show and we would believe anything. So, like, this is not that strange to me, honestly. I'm so sorry. I'm having so many issues. I'm going to blame it on my um, allergies. <laughs> So, yes, Nicole, we will miss you, Bertie. I think it would be so fun. Like, I've been trying to think of a way to where I can recreate Zoe 101 for, like, a week. And I could go somewhere and it would be, like, recreating Zoe 101. And you can, like, stay in little bunks and, like, have the same... Oh, that would be so fun. If there was a hotel, a Zoe 101 hotel, they would get sold out. Like, they would... Or like an Airbnb or something that looked like the Zoe 101. That would be everything. It would be everything. I may copyright that. I may copyright that myself. Okay. 
Let's see. How did Tori's Louise disguise fool everyone, anyone, when she showed up to sing Freak the Freak Out? Yeah, it just looks like they made her nose lumpy and, like, gave her glasses. <clears throat> oh, fake teeth. Love it. But you gotta have that. But you cannot say that we were not living for that back in 2010. Like, you cannot say we were not living for it. So what I'm gonna do now is freak the freak out. I sing that to myself probably daily. That song is one of those songs that will be stuck in my head till the end of time. How did Spencer and Carly live? They had a super nice apartment and Spencer could not possibly have made enough to support them as an artist. I'm pretty sure. Because when... Wait, look at this window with a view of the Seattle skyline. Oh my goodness. Um, yes, this is what I thought. Okay, we saw him selling his pieces every once in a while, but unless their dad was sending them money, their lifestyle would not have been possible. I think their dad was sending them money. That's what I think. And how was Carly able to afford the production cost of her web show? That, okay, that, because that's a thousands, like $10,000 set up for real like that camera that he used, like that's probably a, at least a 5K camera, so. And the fact that they could do all that live and like all that, yeah. I will always, you know, like the fact that they planned all of that and they could get all those props so easily, it's literally a show, but I still think about this to this day, that they must have planned so much. And I always looked up to that, honestly, because they really worked hard on that on that iCarly web show. <laughs> right. And yes, I used to want to, me and my friend used to want, like, we were this close. I'm pretty sure pretty much everyone was this close to making an iCarly web show. And the farthest any of us went was making like two episodes of me like absolutely not absolutely not like with your webcam on your you know Dell mom's Dell computer and it was just not <laughs> but yes I love that I wish there was like a an iCarly for now I think that would be so fun maybe like not that as random as them because like no one can be as random as Carly and Sam no one can be that random but yeah let's see in Drake and Josh it never made any sense why Josh's boss Helen hated him so much yeah, it kind of made me sad because he, she loved Drake, but just hated Josh. But they also had um, Mrs. Hafer, was that her name, who loved Josh and hated Drake. But I feel like hers was like way more intense. She'd be like, I hate you, Drake. And I'm like, whoa, you would get fired for this lady. So, because I thought Helen's was like, a little bit funnier but with Mrs. Hafer it was kind of like really sad actually because she would just be like I hate you and I was like oh don't say that he was like 16 hello <sighs> let me preface this by saying that Jade is 
beautiful. But with that said, some of the stuff she did to Tori was awful and she should have absolutely gotten in trouble for it. Yeah, the first episode made me so sad when she poured... What did she pour on her head? There's a picture of it, like a drink on her head and made her like look like a dog. It was actually really sad. I feel bad. But then as the show went on, I think it was just because it was like the first few episodes or like the pilot episode, they kind of made it more intense, but then they kind of toned it down a little bit. But, but with certain things on shows, they'll like amp it up. So, I'm glad they kind of toned that down a little bit. I don't know, with Kat, they kind of made her dumbness, like, a little, like, they amped that up as the show went on. And, like, with, with Drake, on Drake and Josh, they amped it up. They amped it up. And I'm like, this is not realistic. Like, this is not Um... And I feel like if they take it too far with some people, which they would do that, like, on a lot of shows, they would, like, make it just so, I don't know, just, like, like, um, Eric on Boy Meets World. They kind of did that with him, and they just made it so, even though he was literally my favorite character on the show, because I've heard him speak, like, personally, or not personally, like, at him, like, the real him, and he's actually really funny in real life, and it was just him on the show, like, being himself, so, but I feel like they kind of do it, they take it a little bit too far with the dumb character, quote, unquote. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay, here's a BTR one. Big Time Rush. Big Time Rush was the show. The show. And it was underrated, and now it's on Netflix. See, I hate being this person, but I was there when no one, when no one around me was there for them. I was there for them. I went to their tour. I bought the DVDs. I bought the season DVDs. I stand Big Time Rush. I still stand Big Time Rush, obviously, but, like, I knew every word to every song. I knew every word to every song. Come on, y'all. So, I deserve, you know, to just, I don't know. I don't deserve anything for that, but I always thought I did. Okay, James Maslow was clearly the best singer of the group in Big Time Rush, so you can miss me with that nonsense that Gustavo only signed the whole band because of Kendall. Well, let's, okay. And they have a picture that says, like, clearly should have been the lead, pointing to James. Okay. Yes, Kendall is, like, the main guy. He's, like, the main dude. But I feel like in most boy bands, like, the best singer, like, the best, like, technically best singer is not the main person. Take One Direction, for example. We all love Harry Styles. We all love him with all of our heart. But we all know. At the beginning, it like, Liam was definitely, like, the top singer. And then it kind of switched to, like, Zayn doing, like, all the high notes and everything. And Zayn is, I would say Zayn is probably, like, technically the best singer of out of all of them. I mean, that can be, um, you know, other people have different opinions. But, like, I think he was technically, like 
just at the concerts, he would be like, ha, ha, and it would just, but he was not like the main guy. So I feel like they try to make the main guy like the, I was a James girl. So, and my sister was a Logan girl and we were thriving but Kendall he was like the cute guy I guess I don't know they just made him the main one and I feel like it worked though but like during the shows like the their concert they really didn't have a main they kind of split the singing pretty evenly between them and I thought Carlos was a really good singer honestly and yeah, they kind of split it evenly, and there was no, like, front person, and I feel like One Direction was kind of like that, too, where there was no, like, a front person. I mean, you could, you could kind of say Harry was in some ways, but, like, they tried to make it as even as possible, but, um, let's see, I just love Big Time Rush. I'm glad people are appreciating Big Time Rush now. Maybe they'll make a comeback. I will sob and we will hit up that reunion tour. Drake and Josh never explained how Megan could afford her many elaborate pranks on her brothers. Well, it's a TV show. No need to explain. It was just Megan being herself, you know. Hello. Oh, my sister's calling me. I may have to end this in a min. Uh, let's just finish this up. I've been going 45 minutes. Okay. I'll call you back in like two minutes. I'm so sorry, sis. Um, let's see. There's literally no reason why Trina Vega was allowed to attend Hollywood Arts in Victoria's. I think it's funny, though. I loved her, honestly. Chicago, Chicago. I love her. I thought she was funny on the show. Really liked her. I mean, she was the comedic, you know, person. I'm like, this is supposed to be things that didn't make sense and that we're supposed to try to explain. But I'm like, there's no explaining it. I think I've gotten past the point of like trying to explain things on shows because like it's really not supposed to make sense. And it's just supposed to like be funny. She's just there to be funny, you know, like there's not supposed to be real explanation. Um, on that note Hollywood Arts is a performance oh well I didn't read the one before that so I don't know what that note was Hollywood Arts is a performing arts high school yet we never saw the students taking regular subjects like English and math would you have wanted to see them taking Algebra 2 on Victorious. Would y'all have wanted to sit through that class? Or would you rather have wanted to sit through Psychowitz's acting class? Alright, do y'all want do y'all want someone to film you in your Algebra 2 class? No. Come on, y'all. It's for entertainment purposes. It's just for entertainment purposes. Okay. Ooh. So this might be the last one. Let's see. Ned's declassified. Ooh. Okay. 
I know we were all happy when Ned and Moe started dating at the end of Ned's Declassified, but you have to admit Ned did Susie Crabgrass dirty. I don't remember what happened with them. She came back to Polk Middle School to be with him, and instead of telling her he had feelings for Moe's, he strung her along before dumping her, and Susie was perfectly nice. She did not deserve this. I forgot about that, but that uh, that last episode of Ned's Declassified... I was so happy, though. I was just so... When they finally kissed at the end, like, we had all been waiting for that. We had been just waiting. But, yeah, Susie Crabgrass, she was nice, I guess. But, like, a kid would not be thinking that. Like, maybe this is why we all end up in bad relationships. It's okay. Okay, this is the last one. Finally, we need to talk about how the crossovers between these shows made no sense. Were they all part of the same universe or no? Yeah, the iCarly and Victorious one. I really don't remember what happens in the episode, but... Yeah, it probably didn't make any sense. But, like, they were filming the shows at the same time and they were like, Here, get y'all all together. We'll get three times the views. Um, oh yeah, she also, because Victoria Justice also played in an episode of iCarly as a different character, but I've heard, like, conspiracy theories that, like, she, she was actually her, but then she went back to Hollywood. Weird. But, yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, they're pretty self-aware on Nickelodeon, so they'll... I think they've, like, made jokes about that. They'll be like, oh, you look a lot like so-and-so. So, yeah. So, that's pretty fun. I just like to think of these things. I'm like, you know, it doesn't really have to make sense. If it makes sense, then it's too realistic and it's no fun. But we need a little bit of, like, out-of-reality type of feel on these Nickelodeon shows. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to go call my sis bag and I will see you guys next week. And we'll talk about Disney shows next week. Just kidding. Or will we? That'd be kind of fun. Because I had other websites about like Disney shows. So that'd be kind of fun. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 See ya.